0: Thank you. Hey guys, welcome back to the encounter uh, by us, truly redeemed LA. Uh, today we have Kathy. Today we have Shaylee. And today, like always, we have uh, well, we have Deborah back because she wasn't, she hasn't been here uh, since the last time we had podcasts. But um, today we have um, the third episode of the Revelation of the Cross. And today we're gonna start talking about the persecution of Jesus. And Uh, we can start in john 15 18. uh just so we can kind of get some base here and we can uh know we're gonna start everything off and it says if the world hates me you know that it has hated me before it hated you Uh, and it says if if you were from the world the world would love you as, as its own but because you are not of this world but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. So, just out of this verse, I would like to uh, I would like to just hit a few points before you guys, um, all, you know, take your beautiful takes about what you guys took about the, uh, you know, the persecution of Jesus Christ. But I was thinking, and I was I was uh, I was uh, just thinking about this verse and I was thinking about you know this podcast, and I was thinking that you know us as young people, and um, I consider myself young still. Yes, I do. <laughs> and um, I I was gonna tell you guys that the first thing that I feel like a uh, Um, that we go through it's like this need to feel part of the world like we need to feel like uh, for example I'm going to tell you guys in in my days um, for example my whole days was uh, you need to be wearing A certain type of clothes to fit in this world you need to be hearing the type of music you need to speak a certain way in order for you to speak and and then and then this verse is beautiful because it says on on 19 it says that if you were from the world then the world would love you and it almost seems like we're always the odd man out Mm -hmm. like especially when you come to church and especially when you believe in jesus you almost feel like i'm trying so hard to fit in and i don't fit in the world and then you end up getting um you know sidetracked with depression or anxiety because you're trying so hard to fit in in a place you were never meant to fit in and i I, and this is why it's so important when jesus says this it says that why are you trying to fit in somewhere they even hated me so we have to understand that in order to um in order to understand that the persecution of Jesus, we have to understand that those people that persecute us and don't like us and hate us, we have to understand those people we don't belong with them. But what we try to do is we try to say, we try to hang out with the people that themselves hate us and we try to fit in, fit in until we, our spirit is killed and our spirit is completely cut off and <clears throat> then we we I wonder why we can't have Jesus, why we can't feel the Holy Spirit because our because we are been so Headstrong to fit in 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 um in this world, which is you know a world without Jesus, and as you can see, everything in this world is against Jesus. So, <clears throat> okay, Danny, but what are you trying to say? So, my question is this: This verse says, "If the world hates you, know that it's hated me." So, it means that the world and Jesus have nothing in common. Mm-hmm. Therefore, if you are a young man or a young woman that is trying to follow Jesus, and you're talking like the world check yourself. If you're, if you're a young woman or young man that's trying to follow Jesus and you're listening the same music that the world is, check yourself. If you're, if you're a young woman and, uh, and and young man and you're dressing exactly like the world tells you to do, I think we should all check yourself because the whole point of this is to look apart. It's for you to see, okay, that is the world and this is Jesus. That is the world, and this is what I'm listening to. This is what I'm. Everything has to be different. It has to be black and white, and it has to be clear.
1: Danny, I was just going to say, like, uh, just to like summarize what you're saying, like, if the world loves you in any way, that's where you should feel like, okay, that's where something's wrong. Sometimes it's hard to like decipher where we're doing uh, wrong or where we're not honoring Christ because everything is so gray now, like nothing is wrong, everything is right, everything should be accepted, mm-hmm. that it gets even a little bit tough to like be like, wait, is that bad? Is that wrong? But if the world is agreeing with us, if the world is loving us for this opinion, that's where we should feel uncomfortable. I
0: agree. and that, That's, that's why I said it, it shouldn't be gray and it shouldn't be blue and it shouldn't be, it should be opposites. It should be white and it should be black. And that's why, and that's why I, I tell people like, like for example, uh, they tell me, hey, Danny, should I, can I listen to Christian rap? Yeah, you can. Like, you can. Like, I'm not saying no, but I'm just saying why we would try to listen to something that is, is the whole world is listening to. Yeah, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, that is the only reason why I I think music is very important. But I, that's not the podcast about. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that if the world, if the world is not persecuting, if the world is loving you, then maybe you should watch out what you're doing and how you're acting because maybe you're more of the world than of jesus yes should you have something to say about your
2: um (laughs) i was just gonna say upon what you were saying because on how we as as christians sometimes even when we're younger actually this happens when we're younger and we go to school and we see our friends and they're doing like the cool things or like you know whatnot and we try to actually blend in we're like okay um and it comes to a point where we're like okay um should, should we fit in with our friends or should we do these worldly things that, that um, are going to be bad for us? Or should we just go to church and actually commit to what Jesus has for us? But what we don't understand is that the darkness doesn't blend in with the light. Right. They don't correlate together. I remember it was just a one podcast we did a long time ago where it was just like where you see a dark room and one dim light that that's just not goes in um, it just not correlates with it it, it doesn't right. go in and so there's a, vo- a verse here in John three nineteen to 21 and it says this is why people are condemned the light came into the world yet people love the dark rather than the light because their actions were evil people who do what is wrong hate the light and don't come to the light they don't want their actions to be exposed but people who do what it is true come to light so that the things they do for God may be clearly seen. And so that's, that's
0: what I want to say. And also, about. I just want to remind you guys that the Bible says that he who is friends of this world is an enemy of God. Yes. So that's why I, I want you guys just to understand that this persecution, just so we can just get like basis, right? Yes. And uh, just so we can understand that, that, the en the enemy here is the world but i don't want you guys to feel like oh i'm never gonna go outside i'm never gonna get my friends no no please please be a normal human being but also you have to understand that this life and i've under i've understood i've understood it little by little as i grow up this life is is a passing life and when you're young you're like no it's not and now uh, slowly you're like no pain the pain the bleeding the the problems at our home the problems in the world slowly start understanding understanding like okay this is not forever like there's finally at the end of this there's a breath that goes okay i'm done i tried my best and this is the best i can give so this is why it's important for us to understand that the persecution of christ was because jesus was was coming to do the opposite of what the pharisees were doing the pharisees were were with law and they were you know rigid and they were uh you know they were just completely saying no if you sin this happens and he comes and shows us grace and he shows us mercy yes
3: i i really do think that most of the times as, as like a generation that's very young and so like out there in the world every single day because if you think of it we're out in school more than we are at home right so um we get so confused with being people pleasers and then we think of like oh i need to uh, make this person like me I need to fit in really quick right but if you think of it everybody that was with Jesus at the end who was with him nobody what? even his disciples they all turned against him so like if you think the group that you have now is going to be faithful to you you're wrong <laughs> because yeah we can <laughs> go on to the list actually, <laughs> yeah but it's true because at the end of the day if you like literally all of them they were not with jesus at the end and just like you were talking about uh, the pharisees and scribes and i also uh, was uh, reading about the jews who actually wanted to persecute and were persecuting jesus um because if you guys don't know, like on the Sabbath day, it would be like a day where they would like uh, reserve it, right, for like special, special things that they would do. Because again, they're religious people, and they would like apply the word and like say like, oh, everybody has to do this, but they wouldn't do it themselves, right? And they, and so when Jesus would come on these Sabbath days, he would go and he- and heal people. So like in the first ex- the example that I have is John five sixteen, and it says, and this was why the Jews were persecuting Jesus because he was doing the thing these things on the sabbath day and what does persecution mean it means to be mistreated or to suffer persecution on account of something okay so when we see this um in this john 5 16 there was like a pool of so many sick people and there was one that was sick for 38 years and while he was there sick jesus came and he said here i'm gonna heal you and he did that and you see these jews were so mad they were like why are you doing this on the on the sabbath day and there's another story in the bible and it talks about a woman who was uh who was filled with the spirit a very very wicked spirit for 18 years right and again these people these uh these people the pharisees and the scribes they were like saying um why are you coming to heal this person why are you doing this on this day come back on the other days and i was thinking to myself like how are these people gonna tell the person with the most authority what to do you get me and then and then i was just like i was like reading this right and as you see um as you see, like he, Jesus is so beautiful because he prioritizes, he prioritizes us as his children. Because this woman was with a with the wicked spirit, right? And these these Pharisees and scribes, what they were doing? They were prioritizing their animals to go water them. And Jesus says, "You," and he says, "Here, you hypocrites! Does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the man from the manger and lead it away to water it?" And this is Jesus saying, like. Like, bro, let's pay attention to what is actually right. And not just on the Sabbath day am I going to heal, but every single day of my life, every single day that I am here being a testimony of the Father, right? And so if you really, like, think of it as, like, now, this is us. Because every single day, we should uh, really like go out and spread like the good news all the time and people think like oh today is school time why are you talking about the bible or you go to a family event they're like oh it's a family event why are you talking about the bible right now like there's a time for everything but yes of course there's a time for everything but a little bit like of jesus and everybody won't do them wrong at all right so if you think about it if we go out jesus was always doing the right thing and yet he was still being persecuted and i actually had like a conversation with like a family member once and he was like uh, he was like feeling like so much like resentment and so much going on right and and you could even even see like persecution within your family as well, or as well, like with friends and everything, right? And if you and if you really like think of it, they kinda like persecute you like verbally because they say, like, how can you like how can like so many examples on the world right now? Like, how can you not accept your children for who they want to be, right? Or why don't you uh just I don't know think like all these bad things are correct, right? But it's not that it's just like because we are based on what is true, right? And even if I'm persecuted, that's fine because what did Jesus do? He came to do what will need it to be done and it's almost like jesus saying like like look i already did it now i leave you instructions on how to do it you get me like even if it's hard i understand it because i was once in your shoes but that doesn't mean you give up now that doesn't mean that when your friends families people are in the world or even like close to you here in church even um doesn't mean like you surrender and just like give up all of a sudden no you keep on going because persecution does not stop
0: you know, I was going to tell you about the Sabbath. Um, I don't know if you read a little bit about the Sabbath. But the Sabbath, the reason why it was the, why everybody was so mad at Jesus was because the Sabbath was the only day they were against working. Yeah. And what did Jesus do? Works. Works. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so Josie, but so the crazy thing is when you said about the ox mm-hmm. is that Jesus tells them, he was like, wait, wait, hold on. You say no work, but mm-hmm. yet you think about your donkey and your ox and mm-hmm. you lead it to water. How can you leave all these people? How can you think about your donkey and your ox before the people that need? Exactly. And it's, you know, you know, you know how I almost feel like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't feel like, for example, you might say, Danny, but how does that apply with us today? And we have our Sabbaths, right? I'm going to tell you guys how we have our Sabbaths, right? Now, don't think that we're going to go and, and have a full blast Sabbath yeah, yeah. like a Jewish person, but the days that we give to the Lord are. Sabbaths. The beautiful thing now is that we can have Sabbaths every single day. But it's, for example, but I'm gonna give you guys one one Sabbath that, that we literally celebrated and you don't even notice. Sunday. What do we do all day? Do you go to work? No. Do you do anything besides church? No. What do you do? You come and you're day. fed and you praise Jesus all day. Mm-hmm. But it's not because... Sundays our day, but send Sunday we know that everything is. When everybody thinks, "Oh, I'm gonna go rest," we say it's not time to rest for us. Mm-hmm. Our my spiritual life needs Jesus more than my my body needs to rest. Yeah, and we need to go, and we need to, and we need to feed ourselves. We need mm-hmm. to dance. We need to everything. We need to worship everything so we can be fed. So instead of everybody resting the spiritual life. No, we are working on our spiritual life. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: I have, like, I've been wanting to interrupt you and you, uh, all of you at the same time, but I'm doing my best to change. <laughs> um, I was going to say, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, the first thing I was going to say is that I, I love the fact that, well, I love that. I think it's funny because the uh, the Philistines, the these these guys, I can't remember what they're called. What are they called? Ph- Pharisees? Pharisees. We're trying to stop Jesus from doing something good. Like, Jesus wasn't even trying to do something bad, which brings me uh, to the next point, which is we're not being persecuted for things we're doing wrong. So it's almost confusing. Like, why are people after me? Why do people hate my thoughts when what we're trying to establish is truth, what's right, what is uh, what is good, what is, how uh, do you say, agradable? Pleasant yeah. to the Lord's eyes. Um, and the second thing is when you guys said about the the the, on, docks, the ox one, uh, is that he, they ox. untied them. Sorry, the ox. Yeah. My, That's
0: donkey and ox. But, my bad. <laughs> 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 right,
1: but the ox, that he untied them. So they were freeing their animals who have less value while Jesus was freeing their people. Mm-hmm. Like the people that were there, right? He untied them to give them uh, the water that they would never have to thirst again, right? Which yeah. is Jesus, right? But these people were untying their animals just for like simple water and he's like dude get it through your mind mm-hmm. and like jesus would always speak in like these awesome like parables way and like in um yeah metaphors that it's like what like yeah. bro how can they not see this but in the same way the world now does not see this because we are here kathy when you were saying like we're persecuted even at home dude absolutely even sometimes with our parents who are believers it's like bro what are you, what are you saying right you know what's right?
0: the, you know, the biggest excuse and I don't mean to hit anybody and I'm not that's I'm closing my eyes. But I'm just saying like there's some parents that go, when are you gonna have time for, for family? Uh, okay. that's 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 a modern day persecution. But, but I don't want you to be like, Mom, start persecuting now, right? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that, like, but that's like that's like a Daddy pre- said you're
1: persecuting. <laughs> but that's like that's that's
0: like that's like a like a question that they, they ask. And uh, well, I think in our household, it's not asked a lot because like we don't much. have any family time. And mm-hmm. we don't. We don't. We, I'll be honest. Maybe just like uh, Thanksgiving is the only day. And my dad was traveling most of the time. Right. But the, I, I agree. Like even within our family, like you're right. Literally, they persecute us and they they want to. Why? 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 Sunday? Why Friday? Dude, Friday is the day I don't work. Why do you have to work? Why do you have to do yeah. things? And, and it's right. crazy because th- this is exactly what's happening to Jesus, but now Jesus was getting stoned and, right. and beaten, right? But. I,
1: I was going to say that uh, also, like, not just in our family. Like, our family, I think it's easier because when you love someone, it's easier to uh, take their uh, uh, faults and... Um Criticism, But also in the world, like I think most of you guys have it bad at school, right? Because how many of you are afraid to speak up to something that you actually think about because you're afraid of being canceled? Literally, like everything <laughs> yeah. now cancels. You say something that not everybody agrees with and that's it. You're done. You're over. Yeah. You can be expelled. You can be accused of hate speech because what you, you don't want to call someone by their pronouns or uh, you want to say that you don't stand for homosexuality or you want to say or that you do, yeah. you do believe with uh, God. You do believe in God and that you think he's real and that you think he's awesome. Oh, you say that and that's it. You're stoned. Uh, you know what? Uh, right now, they're they going. Um, actually, a lot of people set up for this, and I was a little bit proud of it, just a little bit. Um, Demi Lovato, you know, guys, she was oh, like yeah, a, yeah. a big believer before. You know, she's like a. She was even baptized. And right now, she she came out with like an album cover. Sorry, Demi, if you're hearing this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but she came out with an album cover where like she's laying very um, provocatively on a bed that's a cross. Wow. Um, MP, yeah it's very very bad and there's people saying like guys if this was any other religion you guys would be coming for them but because it's Christianity you guys are all like yeah 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 that's fine do it like yeah. you know it's okay to wow. bash them yeah. and I was thinking like absolutely anybody else guys we stand up for them yeah. we're like oh no defend the weak and that but once it comes for Christ everybody is literally ready to throw the stone exactly. so um, persecution is incredible but I just want to read a, a verse that I think is super awesome Um, it's Romans 6, 3, and it says, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried therefore with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been un- united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like this. And uh, what I want to get to the point of this is that uh, because we are dying with him, because we are being crucified with him, because this is a decision, guys, that we make every day to be crucified with Christ, we also will be um resurrected with him we also will find eternal life with him but what i was looking at jesus story what led to his crucifixion was persecution non-stop persecution and this is how we know this is the end of times guys because we are literally being persecuted yeah. for thoughts for thinking a, a different way and that crucifixion will well well that um persecution leads to our daily crucifixion we die every single day with christ but in that same way we have to have that hope and we have to uh, be kept alive and not like let our light dim because of this persecution that we will also be raised with christ and his life is not a life that's 10 minutes one year 100 years but it's eternal and uh, forever joyful and happiness. And now I've spoken like seven
0: hours. Before. You know, I was gonna tell you guys that um, <laughs> just just so we can just we can just kind of like uh, zero in on the type of persecutions that Jesus uh, went through. Uh, for example, you said that even his family, even our family, can persecute us. In Mark uh, three twenty, it says that he's going and he he's, he he t- he calls the twelve uh, apostles. And then in Mark twenty it says, then he comes into a house and again a crown gathers, so they could uh, so they couldn't even eat. So he was in the house and they uh, a bunch of people came. And they couldn't even eat because so many people was there. And look to the 21 and it says, when his family heard Jesus' family about this, they went out to take a hold of him for they were saying that he was out of his mind. Jesus' family thought Jesus was crazy. And look, that's how it ends. Like now <laughs> it ends like this, but there's so much to be said. What do yeah. you think Jesus felt? That's why when, when the Bible says when you came out with the uh, that verse that says that he um, he has, you know, experience in every single, like, heartbreak or every break. is because he understood what is your family to call you crazy. And notice that that's, some of us, that's where we are in our life. Like, some people are like, why do you like to go to church somewhere? Why do you want to be there so much? Why are you acting almost crazy? Just Can like Jesus. Right, Which one?
1: I got it. The, go, go, yeah. go. <laughs> because it's so beautiful, guys. And I found um, the message. You guys should definitely read it in the original King James. But... Um, The message just puts it easier. Isaiah 53.3. You don't have the message here?
0: No, but go ahead. But
1: it's good. All right. He was looked down on and passed over, a man who suffered who knew pain firsthand. One look at him and people turned away. We looked down on him and thought he was scum. But the fact is, it was our pains he carried. Our disfigurements, all the things wrong with us. We thought he brought it on himself, that God was punishing him for his own failures. But it was our sins that did that to him, that ripped and tore and crushed him. Our sins. He took the punishment and that made us whole. Through his bruises, we get healed. We're all like sheep who've wandered off and gotten lost. And we've all done our own thing, gone our own way. And God has piled all our sins, everything we've done wrong on him. On him, he was beaten, he was tortured, but he didn't say a word. Like a lamb taken to the slaughtered, and like a sheep being sheared, he took it all in silence.
0: What is it? What is it? Broski. Just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, it? what version?
1: Uh, Isaiah 53.3. Till 7.
0: Isaiah, hold on, I want to read a version because honestly, we we understand that uh, everything that he says. Isaiah what? Fifty three, uh,
1: three. Like, even ERV, it's just not as good. Like, the King James version is nice, but it's a little bit hard to understand.
0: 53.3.
3: Three
0: but the three message, right? Just put it Yeah. Just get Yeah. Look, look, so look, look at this one. This is actually the one that we wanted to do. This is the AMP version. He says he was despised and rejected by man, by men, a man of sorrows and pain, and acquainted with grief. Uh, just let me, let me just stop there. Acquainted it means that um like for example I'm just gonna tell you what acquaintance means. Shaylee, your court workers are acquaintance. How do you say hi to uh, your acquaintances?
3: I'm
2: like,
0: oh, hi. Hi. And you see it. (laughs) (laughs) So imagine that. Imagine you do that with grief. Hey, how you doing, grief? You doing good? All right, take care. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, that was Jesus' life. He is acquainted with grief. And like one uh, one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised. And we did not appreciate his worth or esteem him. Well, honestly, I would like to get my Bible, the one from my computer, and show you guys. There's one that, that says, like, that he came and he gave everything for us, and all we did was spit in his face. And, and oh, whatever. I just wanted to just say that he... He knows what it is to be persecuted. And I'm just going, we're only going through our family, but we have so many other ones we can even speak about. But I, I think the most important thing that I wanted to say was that I don't even know why I opened my mail. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my God.
1: I'm just watching you struggle yeah. through it.
0: Right? It's done. But, uh, <laughs> right? When you need something, it doesn't come out good, right? But I was going to say, that it's, it's so important that we understand that we need to be persecuted. And I don't want you guys to go look for it. Like, you know, uh, go out there and be like, you know, I hate LGBTQ. No, no that's not what you are supposed, <laughs> supposed to say. That's, that's not what we're supposed to say. What we're supposed to say is just be, be be firm in what we believe in. You know what I mean? And I think you had a, a persecution that you wanted to show with us You don't want to show anything with us anymore. Um,
2: yeah, I do. Yes, okay. But I wanted to lead on to like how Jesus was persecuted all the time. But being persecuted is also a, a privilege. You know how how we always say pressure is a privilege, right. and and how we're being like um like. Not, like, tortured, because it's not being tortured, but Mm. how we're... Molded? Yeah, exactly. We're being crushed and and being molded and being... um we can later be agradables. How do you be? Pleasant. 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 Pleasant and delightful to Jesus because that's how we should be on how being tortured will lead us to being good. And so we, oh, but we not should... not tortured?
0: Uh um, pressed, ah, pressured, Yeah, pressed, pressured. pressed. Pressed.
2: Pressed.
0: <laughs> I was like, tortured? I was like, that's <laughs> tough.
2: <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and how it, it, it molds us and so we, so we should rejoice in our sufferings. But also on how what Jesus did when he was when he was pressured yeah oh <laughs> um, he was tortured about, too. he loved them as well he yeah. uh, and how like stefan on how we said when he was being stoned he was like um he prayed and he was like god don't punish them because they don't know what they're doing we should continue loving the people that persecute us and so in the verse john 6 27 and 29 it says but i say to you who hear love your enemies do good to those who hate you bless those who curse you pray for those who abuse You to one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other one. Also, and from one who takes away from your clock, do not withhold your tunic either. So, what does it say? Jesus uh Kathy already mentioned how Jesus left us instructions on how we should act upon of what um we should do when being persecuted or how we should act in um in general. Okay, regardless. Okay, so this is the um he said right here, do good. Bless them and pray for those who spy, who spitefully use you. Jesus knew already that we were going to be hated. Because when he came here to serve and not to be like, oh, guys, I'm king, I'm king, watch yeah. out. <laughs> you know, no, he came here to serve, <laughs> to help the need. And he, he wanted... <laughs> so he, he went through all this. So he knew... We were gonna be, we were gonna be in the same footsteps as him as well. And then, so Jesus, when he said this, he will, re, he said to respond to them with love and care and trusting that God will protect you and put them in their place, but not put them in their place in a bad way. You know, like in the best way possible. Probably you'll end up friends with them, mm-hmm. or probably you just love them from a distance. You know, and and the part where it says, "Do good, bless, pray for those who spitefully use you," it says that it's not the feeling of like oh deborah i love you so much yeah. you know like the warm fuzzy feeling but the love it, the godly love where it's just you do good to them you bless them it's the actions of how you love them and not like oh i love i love you like i love my mom I
1: love yeah. Yeah. I love my sister. Yeah. yes
2: exactly like you bless Bruh. them after they curse you and and it also means to yeah, let's just
3: bless them after you. Yeah, Dude, <laughs> just talking about being blessed takes me to this verse, Matthew 5, 11. It says, Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. And what does revile mean? It means to be approached undeservingly, right? Mm. And Jesus, bruh, like yeah. just thinking about the persecution of Jesus is already so good because... He he like just willingly wants to help us. But then think of it in this verse it says, Against you falsely on my account. Like he read... we're just reading this, made me go from like solid to liquid because yeah. bro, how do you like, how do you still, like, put this blame on you? Like, don't blame yourself. Blame yeah. us. You can't be, like, stop <laughs> doing that. Okay. And <laughs> Yeah, like, stop right now. But, you know, I, I was reading this verse, and I was, like, thinking of, like, myself, because I'm, I'm, like, the oldest in my household. And if you think of it, like, there's, like, certain situations that, that we all go through as, like, the oldest sibling, right? And you feel like you know like the um, we think our parents are strict right but because we are kids that are like you know that were bad yeah that need that (laughs) you, you know broke boundaries and stuff like that so i put my and i was thinking i was like okay when i was young i did stuff that was bad right and because of that now the ones who have to suffer are my siblings because now they know okay kat did this when she was younger now we have to be like on too so cold it. with yeah. our siblings, right? So this is exactly Jesus, like because now I look at my siblings and I'm like, bro, I'm so sorry. Yeah, like I am so sorry that our parents are so strict now because it is me who messed <laughs> it up for all of you. Like, like I was living my life and but now you're like, no, yeah. So that's how I imagine Jesus, like, like I'm sorry, like. I had to do these, but obviously my stuff was bad. Jesus was doing the good, right? Yeah. But he was, he even says like, okay, I did these things, right? But I'm sorry because of me. Now you have to go through the same thing. Yeah. And um, just thinking about like what you were saying of how we should treat everybody. Like King David, um, when he was being persecuted by, by King Saul, like all his, the the men of David were like, here, this is your chance. Like come on, this is this is when the Lord said that your enemy will be in your hand. Let's kill him now, and and you know David, he he ripped off. In the Bible says he ripped off like the, a little piece of his of his what does it say here? Robe. Yeah, of his robe, the corner of his robe, and that's when like his heart was just like wait. What am I doing? You get me? And that's kind of like us because what did he do? David chose not to kill him. He was just, he recognized that King Saul was his authority. And he says, even if I have you in front of me, I will not do what you've been trying to do with me all these years. You get me? And so that's kind of like us. Like, you know, so many people attack us, try to like tell us things um, <clears throat> bad, like super, super bad. Because sometimes they kind of like guilt trip you and put you in like this pit hole and you're just like, wow, maybe they are true you know you, you 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 trust in the lord and just like david he didn't kill saul and maybe we shouldn't do that killing with our words either because then that would just like result into giving the same energy they give us and that's exactly what we shouldn't be doing
0: you know you know what's crazy about the da- uh, about david that when david found out that saul was killed mm-hmm. he the guy that brought him he's like uh, for example so so saul goes out to a battle and he doesn't come back so automatically jerusalem needs a king right so he. F- Everybody knew that David was king already, but since, Saul's was, since Saul was there, nobody said anything, right? It's kind of like awkward, but everybody knows, you know, what's going on. So it says that when he was missing, so finally they were doing the things for David, and David's finally sitting on the throne, and this young boy comes. And he goes, hey, guess what? I'm just giving you a paraphrasing with, with Danny's house a little bit, you know? And he was like, I killed I killed your biggest foe. He was like, who did you kill? I king, I killed King Saul. He looks and was like, you killed who? He was like, yeah, I can. he brings all his warriors. Mm-hmm. And he says, why did you kill him? Look, look, look at this, bro. He was like, because, he said, because you had the guts to lift your hand against the anointed one, I shall take your life. He kills the, the kid. He wasn't that kid, bro. he was a young guy. He kills the guy and then listen to what he does. And he goes, go and bring Saul's family members because I want to eat with them at my table. Bro, okay, yeah. so now, so now that you can see that in many ways, right? You can see it as, for example, uh, I always tell you guys this as a le- as a as a as a leader. Everybody's gonna be talking smack about you, everybody. So, and those people that talk smack about you, you will sooner or later have them below you, and that's okay. But it's not for you to step on them, but it's for you to lift them. One, yeah. that you can see it as one. Number two, you can see it that the Gentiles, which was us, mm-hmm. actually also. Persecuted and killed Jesus Christ. Right. So what did he do? He says, "Oh, those people that killed me, those people that persecuted me. Now I want them on my table, giving ch- giving the Gentiles a mm-hmm. shot." Mm-hmm. Now we can see that how why do why is so, why is it so important to uh, to love our, our our persecutors? And we can see this in Acts fourteen twenty. Acts fourteen twenty. It's Paul. Listen, to, listen, listen to this. The persecuted, the persecutor is now persecuted. And Paul, right? The persecutor is now persecuted. He goes into this place called Lystra. Lest- he starts healing people and it says that they they stoned him. And if you guys read uh 14:19 it says some of the Jews who opposed Paul, uh, Barnabas and Antioch and in Iconium arrived and stirred up a crowd against them and they stoned Paul They dragged his body outside the city and left him for dead. Then when believers encircled Paul's body. He miraculously stood up. That's another tema. Paul stood up and immediately went back into the city. The next day he lived with Barnabas and there. So look at his people. He, he but can, can I can yeah. I tell you I'm gonna tell you guys why. I'm gonna tell you guys why because right now everything's kinda of falling in and, and it's beautiful. Yeah. Didn't he stone he was in the stoning of uh, Stephen. Stefan? <laughs> if you guys didn't know that, he held the mm-hmm. coats of the people that that stoned Stefan. And the same stoning that he did for Stephen, they stoned him and killed him. And God said, hey, you know what? That's your persecution. Now get up. Now. Now, wait, wait, wait. now, if we go back to Acts 9, Ananias, the, the person that goes and lifts Paul, tells him, God, I don't want to tell him because he might kill me. And you know what God answers him? He says, you don't worry about what he's going to suffer because I will let him know what he's going to suffer in my name. Mm-hmm. So, look at this. He persecuted, they persecuted him. Sure. He stoned to death he stoned to death but he got said, but you're not dead yet get up and go back and preach to that place where they, where they just stoned you can you believe how, how dumb like a, how dumb people are like we just stoned this guy to death yeah. he, he's back and remember I told you guys that the way they stoned you wasn't like a, yeah. no it was they dug you to the ground they stoned you and then when you're bleeding can you imagine that you wow. could kill somebody and then you turn around and he's pre- stoned <laughs> Me? I would be scared.
1: Yeah,
0: for sure. I would be like, nah, this guy, something's wrong with this guy.
1: Daddy, can I say something? I was just going to add that sometimes persecution ends in death, like Stefan, Porecito, right? And Jesus. But he had to die. Thank you, Jesus. Um, but not always does it end in that. Sometimes it makes people turn into believers like Paul. And also, um, I'm trying not to use uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego because we learned that those are not their Hebrew names or Jewish names. Their names was Ananiah, Mishael and Sharia. When they are persecuted by the people and the king throws them into the fiery furnace, they say, we're not going to bow down to you because God can save us. But even if he didn't save us, we still not gonna bow down to you, cause yeah, God is God, you know. Exactly. God is God is everything. They throw them into the fiery furnace. A fourth human, well, maybe a fourth creature, mm-hmm. or God appears in the furnace, and the only thing that the buyer the fire burns off are their shackles. What was holding them? Um, Yeah. Uh, Prisoners. Right. And they go out and the king says, "Okay, this is God. This is the God that deserves to be praised. So persecution sometimes leads to like what you're saying that people are like, whoa, dude, how did you get stoned yesterday and you're preaching again today? And it's because God's power, like the the joy of the Lord is our strength. Right. So no matter how many times we're knocked down, no matter how many times we're literally dug into the ground and stoned. Uh, when the believers come and they circle us, and they, I don't know, maybe they said, Paul, get up, we need you. I don't know. He got up, yes. and he went at it again, and with joy.
0: And you know what I'm going to tell you guys? Is that this, is, this is God's plan. This is what I'm telling you guys, that God, God's plan is, guys, it's just so amazing. But yeah. Because I want you guys to imagine this. Okay, uh, because what you said is beautiful, and I want to I, I end the thought with this. Yeah. How many people did Paul kill in his in this first few years? Let's just say a hundred people, right? A hundred God-fearing people that he killed, stoned, burned them, whatever it was that he did, right? Put them in jail, made them starve to death, right? But when he became the persecuted, right? He dies, and now everybody in heaven who he persecuted, accept him with rounds of applauses because the persecuted got to convert the persecutor.
1: True. That was confusing, but I know exactly yeah, what like, <laughs> It makes sense. It yeah. does make sense.
0: Did yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Did that make sense? Yes. 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 It oh made sense, but it was like... I know. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. why I said it <laughs> slowly because I want yeah. you to understand. So yeah, the person sense. that persecuted and killed so many Christians now goes to heaven mm-hmm. and now is, is, uh is, uh is, no, no, is, is, uh, hold on, is received by all the persecuted people that he killed. And said, good job, Paul. Honestly, you did such a great job. And that is the plan of God. The people that persecute you, show them how to be persecuted. Because one day, they will be persecuted. And they're going to want to know, how do, how do I act now that I'm persecuted? Oh, like Shaley. I rem- remember how Shaley acted? That's true. Yep full circle of how god sees persecution god doesn't see persecution as a as a as a bad thing that happens to you but as a way as an opportunity for you to show an example In first timothy 4 12 don't let anybody despise your youth but instead be examples in love faith and conduct i don't even know how much time we have (laughs) we have like 40 minutes yeah. oh my god okay so, so we're, done. We're, done. we're done but god bless you guys uh take care and i'll see you guys next week don't forget to follow the, the page god bless you guys and remember if you're persecuted just stay strong take care god bless